0: Welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram, ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, all that good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to become a co author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right. So today we have Renee Lopez Cantera on the line. She's the VP of Business Development over at Icon Digital. Uh, Renee, welcome
1: to the show. Hi, thanks Adam. It's a pleasure to be on today.
0: All right. So I'm uh, I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at uh Icon Digital. I mean in the in the marketing uh space, I know you're doing some really uh interesting things. Um but before we get into that. Uh, let's just start with your background, so how'd you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Yeah, well, it's
1: interesting, you know, at first when I went to college, I always thought I was going to be an attorney, so I took some classes to be a paralegal. I said, nope, I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in the business <laughs> side of it, more entrepreneurial um, in nature, so I focused a lot on the marketing and got in with a few real estate development companies
0: doing some financial
1: analysis right after I finished my MBA program.
0: Wow. Um, So, you know, what what kind of advice would you give to think of that, you know, that person that's just graduating college right now. They're thinking they're going to go one route and then maybe they go and do something a little bit different. Um, What kind of advice would you give them on being able to explore opportunities?
1: Yeah, I would say de- definitely just go with your gut. You know, your career is something to be passionate about, and you might like some aspects of certain industries, but, um, once you test them out, you might see, you know what, I'm, my talents are better suited in something else. So, you know, when I first started out, I did have a few different jobs in the real estate development sector. I, you know, I live in Miami, Florida, which is known for its condos and, um, high rises and, um, Industrial buildings as well. So um, there was a lot of opportunity there and especially being a, a woman in finance and marketing um, There was a lot of
0: opportunity for me there
1: So take a take awesome. a risk. It's it's worth it. Especially when you're first starting out
0: What kind, what, what kind of things do you think you learned from those early experiences that help you now?
1: Well, I did start out at a few different types of companies one was um a regional developer, so I was very hands-on, which I really liked testing different things from uh, leasing and marketing all the way then to some financial planning and kind of like a leadership training program, Um, so that was a great experience, and then I worked at a larger commercial broker that was more of a national company, so both had pluses, and I definitely... They were great, but then after you know there was the real estate bubble that kind of came about, and it was right at the time where I, I got really brave in my twenties, and I uh, started my own dot com company. So
0: that's that's pretty interesting. Wow, um, and you know a lot a lot of people are currently uh, you know kind of in that mode of what they're what what, what they're going to do next, and whether they should start a company, whether they should work for somebody else. Um, what what are your kind of ideals on that, like entrepreneur versus working for somebody else?
1: Well, you know, I guess it it all depends at what stage you're at. But I I am a, even though I took a risk, I was risk averse in the sense that I mapped it out by working with other people for a few years first, mm-hmm. right out, out of the MBA program, obviously to learn a little bit more about the industry. And when I did start my own company, of course, you know, I incorporated and you know got all of that. Organized, and because it was a dot-com company to start, I can do that um, organically while I still have my other job. So, you know, I did work at the other jobs for at least a year until I felt more confident to go out on my own once I had a client base and customer leave and had a, a few things underway that uh, showed some signs of success.
0: So, Renee, I want to switch it up a bit. Um, let's talk a little bit more about what you're doing as VP of Business Development over at Icon Digital. So what kind of clients do you helping and what are you helping them with? Sure.
1: Well, as VP at Icon Digital, I work with all different types of customers. Most likely, they're ad agencies, very technical uh, driven, or sometimes business owners or marketing CMOs or directors who are really looking to target their customer much more than the traditional digital marketing like uh, social media or email marketing or, or those kind of things. These platforms that we use to target people programmatically are using AI and machine learning to really look at different audience segments and target based on audience behaviors, geolocation, contextual reading, and and clients that we have are mostly performance-based. They're looking for real leads and really a way to target their customers in a way they hadn't had an opportunity to a few years ago.
0: Mm. And let, let's talk a little bit about that because, um, you know, even even a, a few years versus now, the difference in analytics and really being able to um, see what's going on behind the scenes. I mean, can, can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Sure, yes. So it's really interesting, these platforms that we work with. We use only the best technology. We have licenses for um, a lot of these, um, they're called DSPs or DMPs, where it's targeting different publishers where people are reading, but also overlaying data on top of it. And, of course, some of this started a few years ago, but it's just ramping up now. Of course, everyone's been retargeted when you go to a website or you go to a certain store, but we're really honing in on uh, predictive analytics for for future um, recommendations. So, So, a lot of our CMOs and business owners we're working with are seeing great results actually even advertising agencies that might focus on the creative side or might only focus on Google or social media. They're, they're turning to us for our expertise in this field.
0: No, that's great. And what, what do you think the future of, of, the, of your niche looks like?
1: Well, there are a lot of models where different companies are saying, do you bring the advertising in-house or do you do it through ad agencies? But these licenses can be expensive, and then right now it it's – pretty technical to be able to run some of these campaigns that pick audiences. I know with Google and Facebook leading in this direction, they're trying to make it more customer-friendly. Of course, even Amazon is in this space now. So you'll see that new products are starting in the market all the time with a website, and even uh, larger brands are trying to become more relevant with a one-to-one relationship. So there are great improvements every every year, see big improvements coming out.
0: Can you elaborate a little bit more on the idea of the one-to-one relationship? Because it just fascinates me, and um, it's different, you know. It's definitely a change in, in overall marketplace, in my opinion.
1: Sure. Well, first of all, just on the creative side, obviously based on someone's age or interest or demographic, they might see a different ad than somebody else. Usually the larger brands are already doing this with maybe multiple different types of creative, But now, just because of the programmatic nature of things, you know, it's dynamically targeting where you can say, well, if this person lives in this geography and if they're female versus male or if they're this age group, they should see this type of ad. And it can pull dynamically from someone's site from um, different products. You see that with Amazon all the time. Um, and it, it really targets the person on a one-to-one level so that that person feels that the brand is really talking to them. And even... On Facebook, you see ads or Instagram, they're very relevant to things you've already clicked on based on um, conquesting different competitors. Like if you're in the market for buying a car, you might see, Well, I just looked at the competitor's website, or I just mm-hmm. got a quote from here. So a lot of things larger companies are doing it, and even smaller companies that have larger market share are realizing. You really have to talk to each customer in the way that appeals to them because, of course, of the competition that's doing it.
0: Wow. And can you speak to what that does for brand loyalty over time?
1: Sure. Well, first of all, if there is a certain particular aspect of the brand that is resonating with a certain customer, now we are collecting so many data points. I know this is an issue with GDPR and, and other privacy issues, but based on permission-based cookies that are are still permitted, they can make a profile. They might not know a person's name, but they might know a device ID or an IP address and start collecting, you know, habitual information about a certain consumer, maybe an income level, different preferences. So, brands are really able to learn more about their customers. And um, by using these um, DSPs, which are targeting people with different media, by the way that the consumers are consuming it through the DMP, which is the data portion, companies can sift through so many data points and learn more about how their consumers are are actually um, using their products.
0: I love it. That's great. Um, so if somebody's listening to this and they're like, you know, I, I want to learn more about Icon Digital, um, what's the best way, Renee, for them to reach out either to you or to your company?
1: Sure. Well, you can definitely Google Icon Digital on the web, E-I-K-O-N Digital. We have a presence in the U.S. and also in LATAM, and we even have uh, clients that are in Europe as well. And my name is Renee Lopez-Cantara. Please reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect with you, um, you know, chat with you about your company or just sometimes we even just brainstorm with different companies about their current media buy or what they're doing, sometimes piecemeal, and how we can rule it up into a, into a better package. Um, we also use Rama, which is a great technology that has all of the uh, tactics that you use in one dashboard. and really makes it easier for entrepreneurs and CMOs to, to make decisions based on what's working for them.
0: Fantastic. Um, So, Renee, I just want to thank you for coming on the show. And to the listeners, as always, uh, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review, um, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really appreciate it. And, uh, Renee, thank you again for coming on the show. Thanks. It's been great.